This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I am Adam. And no Trisha this week. Uh, she'll be joining us again next week. But this is episode 96 of Radio Free Galaxy. And thank you guys for listening. Whether you downloaded us or streaming us, uh, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a number of different ways, but we have a new way for you to listen to us starting just this week. We are now on Amazon Music, Ooh. which I don't know. Does anybody use that? I haven't, but I can always try it out. Yes. Uh, I got Spotify, so... Yeah, <laughs> so why do you need it? Well, I have Spotify <laughs> and Podcast Republic, so... Oh, that and Anchor, so I got and, multiple. Yeah, so and I can Anchor. try Amazon and see and, how, go ahead. how good it is compared to the other sites that I use. Yeah. I, I get to I get to listen to the podcast live. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. I listen to it live, and then again while I'm editing it, so I don't really need to listen to it right. at all. But they really I'm sure it's good. You. I I think I think they do a good job. I enjoy making it, so I mean, if I yeah. if I figure if I enjoy making it, maybe somebody enjoys listening to it. Yeah, quite a few people seem to enjoy listening to it. We've had a lot of new listeners lately, and uh, that's great. So thank you guys for listening, and check us out on Amazon Music, and let us know how it all goes down there, if that's a good service to use or whatever. And we will continue to reach out to new platforms, and I don't know if there's that many left, really. We, I think we got them all covered. Uh, two, tin, two tin cans and some twine, man. I'm in the corner of that Ooh. market. Ooh. Ooh, well, we're going to need an additional can and twine for the listener, though. Right. It's like, I think it's probably going to be perf <laughs> listeners. So. I'm sure I got some extra twine somewhere. And if, find yourself in this, yeah, if you find yourself some, on the south side of the Milwaukee area and see a bunch of twine. <laughs> follow, follow it to the end. <laughs> the twine. Yeah. Oh, look, sir, there's twine in the corner. It must be for the Radio Free Galaxy. You'll be betwixt the twine. Have you guys ever tried that with the cans and the twine? Yes. Yeah. Actually, as a little kid, I did. Yeah. Does it work? No. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. I mean, maybe we maybe we can revisit it. We could, uh, I don't know, maybe find some carbon nanotube twine, yeah. uh, or some paracord instead of normal like you know packaged twine because that's mm-hmm. what we use. And uh, and maybe instead of a, a tomato can, I could I could try like maybe a. I don't know, mixed fruit can, maybe a cat food can. It might be the can, you know. And the can composition of the metals, I mean, the metallurgy might have changed, too. Man, you're so. fancy. I used a piece of yarn. What we have to do is get one of those chickens in a can, one of those big chickens in a can. Last time I was at Woodman's, they were completely out. I was kind of like, <gasps> wow. why didn't I buy one? They're shelf-stable. Wow. We still got to get around to that, man. Yeah. But hey, I got like uh, just an idea that popped into my squirrely little head. Go ahead. Because uh, we have like what one listener who likes to comment or something. I believe we got uh, one person. What that likes specific. to comment on stuff? No, wait, that was a YouTube channel. Yeah, we got lots of comments on the YouTube channel. All right, so in the interest of maybe somebody you know leaving comments, mm-hmm. making comments, right? If you message us mm-hmm. an address. Yes. I will happily send you, like, I don't know, something. We'll send you something. Oh, <laughs> oh mystery. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere in the world that we can get mail delivered to, we'll send it to you. I can't guarantee how long it's going to take in this COVID world. Wow. Maybe we'll send you some, like, mm. Milwaukee-only snacks. 
Mm. Maybe we'll find like some cool like bumper stickers from around here. We'll get you an eye closed Walski's bumper sticker, maybe. Yeah. Um, Classic. You know, just random shit. Yeah, message us and ask us for some shit, and we'll send you yeah. some shit. Christine <laughs> right. and I have lots of shit. We yeah, can send you dude, lots of got, shit. You want some stuff? We got some stuff. What kind of shit you like? Because we've got a lot of shit that we could send you. Right. We've we've got cassette tapes. We've got VHS tapes. I mean, what kind of weird shit do you want? Do you want some plushies? Do you want some books? Do you want a naughty pin that says something quirky and fun, but yeah. it's kind of like, oh my? We got a lot of those, too. <laughs> like... I mean, we could even go completely old school, and because um, Travis has a lot of audio cassette tapes, right? So, yes. if you're familiar, and maybe if you're old enough, and if you're not old enough, if you're old, you won't you won't want one, obviously, if, if you don't have a tape player. So, I mean, it's gonna be somebody <laughs> as old as us, or somebody who's just that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll even take a tape that he doesn't care about, maybe like a John Denver tape. Ooh. We'll tape oh. we'll tape over the little uh, the the protection holes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe we'll make you a mixtape. Well, speaking of which, I I uh, got in the cassette tape bootlegging business this week. I'm not selling them yet, but uh, I I made a uh, my first cassette uh, bootleg this week. I made "The Night Begins to Shine," which is the famous song from Teen Titans Go, the awesome song that uh, Cyborg likes to jam to. When and- I look at you. Hey, copyright. Uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. an addicting song, I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, the, it, they've never released any physical version of it, uh, to my knowledge. Maybe they put out a CD, but it's my understanding that there is some kind of rights issue between the Cartoon Network and the musicians that made it, and they've just never come out with a physical release of it. So I made a... Uh, bootleg. I, I designed a J card and then I um, recorded the audio. I hooked up my laptop to my Kenwood cassette deck and <laughs> I recorded from 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 Spotify. I hope Spotify isn't listening. Uh, from Spotify. <laughs> They're always listening. <laughs> well, they, they do own this podcast technically because Spotify is owned by, or Anchor is owned by Spotify now. So anyway, I used Spotify and recorded to right from there to a cassette tape. And it actually sounds pretty darn good. Adam, it was crazy. Like he was like, I think I really want to make a mixtape. Like he's never done it before. I saw the Facebook post. Did did, uh, Miranda ever message you like respond to your your at him? You're tagging him? Uh, No, he just was like, nice. That's cool. You know, (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) Maybe maybe you should make a copy of it and, you know, send it away. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm, know if he could play it, but I mean. Yeah, he probably doesn't have a cassette tape. He's like, okay, weirdo. Yeah. Good job with the cassette, weirdo. <laughs> I can just see him smiling. Like, oh, that, that's great. <laughs> when you make a CD or something that's relevant, let me know. <laughs> right. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah, but it turned out really well, and I think it looks cool. And if you want to check it out, go check out my Facebook page. Look for Travis Lee Talier on Facebook and you will find my awesome cassette. Anyway, getting to the advertised content for this week, we're going to be talking about Morbius, <laughs> the movie Morbius, and uh yeah, we'll get to that. And then after that, we will be talking about episode 2 of Moon Knight. So that is our advertised content for this week. Any of you guys got Anything else for the intro here? Otherwise, we can get right into talking about Oh, no, about I think the there's plenty to talk about with Morbius. Yeah. Okay. Really? You think so? I, yeah, we'll I think there's that. some stuff to talk about. <laughs> I think there's at least some stuff to talk about. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this with some Morbius, the living vampire talk. Stay tuned. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. Alright, we're back on the show. Enough horsing around. It's time to talk about Morbius. Morbius is the new Sony installment to their Spider-Verse, Venom-Verse. I... Whatever they're doing over there, their Spider-Verse thingy. So it's clearly 
MCU related, all of their stuff, because stuff happens in those movies that is related to the MCU. Because the Spider-Man movies cross over, clearly. We know that. And even in this movie, in the beginning, in the... Is it in the beginning or the end? Fuck, I, fuck if I know. I don't know. I just saw this movie a couple hours ago. It, it was at the end. At the end, when there is a reference to something that has happened and is going to come up in the MCU. And, yeah. So, it's connected, but it's a whole different thing. It's a clearly a whole different thing that they're doing over there at Sony. Uh, most notably in the fact that, besides Spider-Man, none of it's good. <laughs> no. and i mean you can argue the merits of a lot of the mcu movies some of them aren't you know individually and the tv shows aren't the greatest but overall it's usually pretty quality storytelling um these venom movies and this morbius movie let's let's start off non-spoilers um in my opinion it's an objectively bad movie no question about it. It's lazy filmmaking. It's just base superhero bullshit. Not creative. Just fucking lazy. Just super lazy. The dialogue, the storytelling. Uh, I was waiting to see directed by Uwe Bull. Yeah, just fucking, just everything in this movie is almost just a complete ripoff of something else. There's no original ideas whatsoever. It's it's absolute trash. It's it's to me the equivalent of okay, Sony looks at what IP they have available to them because they've got the rights to Spider-Man and his related characters and they're like, "Well, you know, they're just going down the list of the ones that they want to hit and they're deciding to make the movies before they have a good story, which is the opposite of how you should fucking make movies. So it's more of a product that they're selling us. They're selling us this universe and the characters in it rather than good individual movies. Um, well, and, and like, I'm sure when they, uh, you know, made the Spider-Man movie with Michael Keaton in it, they optioned him like, Hey, here's this, uh, other part in your contract that like in the future, should we make, um, should you want to be involved, we'll give you X amount of money. And he's probably like, okay, cool. It's probably more of an obligatory contract where, like, he signed on for, like, yeah, four full movies and three guest appearances, you know? And he has to show up. That, that's kind of what, like, the Spider-Man deal was with the MCU and Sony, mm -hmm. where, like, he was initially signed up for, like, three full movies... And, like, two guest appearances or three guests, some, something like that. And then he had to renew his contract. They were all worried, oh, my God, uh, Spider-Man's going to be leaving the MCU. Of course they weren't going to do that. You know, of course they signed another deal. It was just scare tactics to get more money out of everybody, which is, like, fine, whatever, get your money. But, yeah, this this movie is a bad movie. But also, I kind of enjoyed watching it. Like it was I, <laughs> like I mean if we're if we're watching a movie for like explosions and effects, good great movie. Yeah. If we're watching it for story and content, um, so I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna go find a good book. I'm gonna get some cocoa and some, or you know maybe some some banana bread, and uh, I'm I'm gonna do that instead because I don't want my money back, but I don't feel like I got my money's worth. I feel like I did because we paid $5 a piece to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 this movie was, it, I got some entertainment out of it, but it's mostly because I was baffled the entire time because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I was watching. And also they get an F for not put him in his uh, V-cut suit from the comic book. Like that was a totally missed opportunity with that. Well, you got... You got some gratuitous uh, shirtless oh, no, no, no. Jared Leto, I, which was one of my first out loud laughs in the movie. And and I agree with you. I had about 10 out loud laughs at the movie, but, oh, not, yeah. but not with the movie, at the movie. Um, Like, yeah, speaking of that scene, like, uh, it's, are we talking spoilers now? Can we just dive in? No, what, what, what's your, what's your non-spoiler review? 
Uh, well, this movie was awful, but it's kind of like a deer in headlights. You almost just got to see where it goes because the storytelling, well, there was no storytelling. It is just bad overall, but there's plenty to talk about in it that I did find humorous because they were trying to be so serious about it. Yeah. So in in summation of our non-spoiler review, I think it's a bad movie, but I recommend you see it when you can get it streaming for free. Yeah. Or on the streaming platform that you pay for. Uh, I I recommend watching it and just take a light approach to it. And it's an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, so, yeah, that's So nice. that get, it gets bonus points already for me for that. Like, it's bad, but at least it's short. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, if, yeah. if this movie had the balls of, like, the Batman to be fuck three hours movie. long, you could just go fuck yourself. But at least it's nice and short. And, like... I knew even when it, it was there was a really bad scene where I'm like, well, but it'll be over soon. <laughs> you know, like it's not that bad because it makes me angrier when I'm like watching the Batman and it's a really horrible scene. I'm like, shit, this scene might go on for 20 fucking minutes. Well, I was going to say uh, this movie just completely went in dry. It didn't hold anything back. It's just boom. We're at like the cave with all the bats and we're not going to give you any explanation whatsoever. And then, you know, here's some other stuff. Yeah, so let's get into spoilers if if you haven't years seen earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and okay, so let's get into spoilers. So we never find out if if you're new to Morbius, if you never read the comics or anything. We never find out in this movie exactly what disease he has, right? Right. Did I just not did I miss that? They or just said some Bloodborne illness right. question mark of right. what it is, and he needs well, to have like three blood infusions a day. Yeah, and they mentioned something about anticoagulants, so mm-hmm. it's probably something that thickens their blood up. Right, it coagulates your blood, and so you need to have, as he says, an oil change three times a day. So, yeah, so he's trying to cure that, and um, he's doing this thing with splicing bat dna with human dna because bats have i have a natural anticoagulant right in the in their saliva so that's what allows them to be able to drink blood and um so he he's doing his mad scientist rock routine. And roll science. rock and roll scientist mad scientist you know like that's another trope that this movie uses the rock and roll scientist you know badass sexy pecked out abbed out scientists you know oh god dude yeah the ab showage in this movie is insane so let's talk about jared leto uh in this movie he's an executive producer on the movie he was one of the driving forces to have this movie made and i really respect jared leto but he's so hit and miss he's so hit and miss not necessarily because of what he does. I think he always puts forth good effort. Like, I don't think he's necessarily bad in this movie. He's just saying really stupid lines <laughs> that whoever wrote, wrote. But I don't think he's bad in this movie. But he is either in, like, great movies or just complete shit. And, like, I, I, I just don't know what to think of him. When, like, somebody is behind a movie this hardcore to, to like, get it made and, like... Like, you start thinking less of them when they make such a shit movie. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if Deadpool would have sucked, like, how much faith would you have in, in Ryan Reynolds? Exactly. Exactly. The, the Deadpool, you know, the fact that he worked so hard on it and, and put so much effort in it and made, to me, the first Deadpool movie is still one of the movies that's closest to a comic book that I've ever seen. I still rewatch that movie and, like, the scene on the bridge... Like, there's so many silly little things that happen there that are exact, exact Deadpool, like, splash pages right from the comic book. And not just in, like, a lazy uh, copying way, like this Morbius movie, but, like, in a creative way when he's got, like, all the broken limbs and stuff Deadpool Mm -hmm. does, you know, and you're like, dude, that's right out of the comic book. That is so perfect. It's so funny. And they expand on it. They expand on it in that movie and do original things. And they have to work within a budget and stuff. This movie And they is... appropriately break the fourth wall. Yeah, but... because that's what he does. And they make it feel like a Deadpool comic. This 
does it feel like a? I've I've read some Morbius comics. I'm not gonna say I'm a huge Morbius the Living Vampire fan, but I know kind of his story, and I've read him in a lot of like Spider-Man books, and um, he also fucks around against Blade and uh, you know some of those like street level villains in the MCU and stuff. And he's more of an anti-hero. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if I would call him a villain. Really, he's he's kind of been like on both sides of it. You he's know? kind of a vigilante. But, I mean, he's mostly for the darker side because, you know, <coughs> dude right. needs to drink blood to survive, you know. Right. So, like, that's not exactly... That's kind of frowned on by superheroes. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. in well, society in general. Yeah. You might as well go against the bad guys if you're doing right. that. So, I, I don't know. Where where do we begin in this? It, tr- Christine, go ahead. Try to think okay, of some of those funny um, scenes because me and you did laugh oh, out loud dude, in dude, a lot uh, of the There scenes. was a lot of them, but one of them is okay. You know where he finally gets injected with the serum he made right. and he's like ding-donging around in the yeah. uh, middle of the ship. Yeah. Well, there's a part where somehow his shirt rips open in this dark alleyway of killing people and there's a mirror right there so he can see his abs. Yeah. I'm like... Well, that was a convenient mirror so you can see your uh, sculpted body randomly. Because, you know, when you get superpowers, you automatically get ripped. Yeah, you get abs. Like um, well, when, you, when, you, when you take the serum, you get the chick. Yeah, right. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. There was just like, uh, dude, every time his face turns, like whatever they were doing to make him have like that serious uh, snubbed nose vampire face. Like right. it was just like, what are we doing, movie? Like, if you were going to do an origin movie, like, this is not how to really do with Morbius. They should have had Blade in here, which was a complete missed opportunity. That's, like, one of his big baddies that he's always fighting. Yeah. And, like, you might as well, like, you know, if you're going to do a flashback of having them fight and then kind of say how he became that, I think that would have made this movie better. Right. But, like... I don't think they could use Blade. Well, they're working on a Blade movie right now. Uh, yeah, but I It's either a movie or a TV mouse. show. What's I that? that was, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the mouse. Oh. I th- I think you're right. Um, but I know it's starring. Well, when they wouldn't have did uh, what's my fault? What's this one? Blade uh, in there. So. Well, Blade is going to be starring Mahershala Ali. Well, that's going to be great. I know that. Well, you would think, but I mean, I love Tom Hardy, and Venom's not great. I love Jared Leto, and Morbius isn't great. I, I love like Mahershala Ali. I don't know that Blade's going to be great. I like Matt Smith, but uh, <laughs> yeah. his character was uh, comic relief at best. He wasn't wow. even a good, bad guy. Um, his turn. His turn was oh, unbelievable. Dude, dude, that was a snap. That was a drop of a hat. It was like, oh, nope, I'm evil. Yeah, I had no idea where the villain was going to come from in this movie, oh, in the I first half of the coming. movie. You, you probably saw it coming. I don't know. I was just immersed in all the dumbassery that was going well, on and... The fact that Moriarty was their father, like running around because he was oh, Moriarty. Yeah, I was like, oh, Moriarty's here. He's evil. Yeah, um, you know, I love Jared Harris too, but it's another. All the my biggest problem with this movie is the characters are so undefined. The they try to make a thing out of the characters, but they're really just stereotypes, and they're they're just telling you to go with it, like the two agents. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese and and um, the other guy, the the funny guy. You got Tyrese, the straight man, and then you got the funny guy. Like you're just supposed to go with it because you've seen this trope of two like federal agents before. You know what I mean? And so you're just supposed to be like, okay, I know these character types. There's a black one and a and a white one, or a, a Mexican guy and a and a black guy, and one's the funny guy and one's the serious guy, or whatever, you know. But they don't like they don't do anything to build up any of these characters. So like Jared Harris's character, he's just like the doctor, and like I don't know, you know, like whatever. Um, this guy, this is uh, this is Michael Morbius's assistant girlfriend co-worker yeah whatever you know you know how that goes right you've seen a movie before you're like okay this is his best friend that turns into the villain you know you know what that's supposed to do right also the reactions of people in this movie kind of confuse me like when uh jared leto like is escaping those two detectives and he's starting to like jump up like you know 30 flights of stairs or whatever they're just like kind of mildly annoyed 
You know, I'm like, you just saw a dude turn into like a vampire monster thing. And it's just like, okay, whatever. And also, I was going to mention when they were um looking for Martine in her... Uh, her apartment the one dude starts shaking the cat box and it's like oh no cat here and it's like why would you go for the cat box let's see if there's poop in it oh but still like it was just a very weird thing to have they're just shaking cat well, litter it's it's a good, a, it shows that he has good forensic skills yeah it, it really does <laughs> oh yeah 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 but uh, yeah that was my biggest problem with the movie overall i i saw a lot of reviews that people said the plot was very confusing. I didn't think that it was. I just didn't care, and it wasn't original. I thought the worst crime of the movie was just the characters and their motivation was so unclear. And it just, like, it just, like, kind of sluggishly and amateurishly just wanted to go, you to go along with these stereotypes. And the director, and, and I'll point to another movie that this director did. He's kind of a young director, um... But the last major movie that he did was Life with Jake Gyllenhaal. Adam, did you see that? Nope. It was basically like people were expecting it to almost be a Venom prequel. Because oh, it yeah, was about a symbiote. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It, it was basically Alien on a spaceship where a symbiote landed on kinda, Earth. No, it, well, it kind of gets loose in the spaceship. And it eventually gets to the Earth, and, and at the end of the movie, spoiler for that stupid uh. fucking movie. But that that movie was a problem, too, because I can't remember. They were on a spaceship or a shuttle or a space station or something like that. And um, it, was, it was... I remember my biggest problem with that movie is it had great actors in it. And just so... The, the characters were just so lazy and undefined. And, it, and in that movie, too... It asked you to just go along with stereotypes from movies that you've already seen before. And it was basically like, hey, you saw Aliens, right? You remember how the one guy was the one thing and the other guy was the other thing? And then there was the <laughs> lady who was the one thing? Well, well, this guy is kind of like that guy. And the, and, and, the, and the movie did that. And this fucking movie did it again, too. Where it did it showed you no motivations for the characters whatsoever. And, and just asked you to go along with the dumb shit it was showing you. And, like, I, I would be very confused if I was younger if about the plot and, and the movie overall, you know, if I just hadn't seen a lot of movies like my old ass has, you know. Like, I, I, I just recognize what the director is trying to do by taking all these shortcuts. You know, I recognize it. I don't appreciate it fucking all, you know, because I think it's just incredibly, incredibly lazy. And I'll say that fucking... I'll say that fucking word over and over again for this review. Lazy, fucking lazy, lazy, lazy. Um, just this movie is even, lazy. I'll, I'll sum it up with uh, two words to your one. Phoned in. Phoned in like a motherfucker. And n not inspired. Not inspired at all. Like, they did not have a Morbius story they wanted to tell. They just had a Morbius movie they wanted to make. They said, we want to make a Morbius movie. And they and made the a Morbius said, movie. Cool, do it. Don't yeah, it, it. yeah, and and they threw in the details later. Go ahead, there were Christine. details. Um, well, my biggest thing, I guess, that I I don't know, I just couldn't wrap my brain around is that he could easily get into his old lab when he was like on the run for murder. Like, how is he getting in there? Like, no, I was trying. He didn't get in. You know, he got in there a couple times. No, no, no. He he, went, he did get back to that lab. He did he yeah. go back to the lab? And Martine was yeah. going in there all the time, even though well, that wasn't Well, he's shut a vampire down. fly guy now, so who knows? I don't knows? know. Like, I, I was just very confused about, like, they're not really... I don't really understand how he flies. Dude. Dude. They didn't explain it, Adam. At all. Like, no. Like, all his little superpowers, like... It was just kind of a sonic he, thing. He never even said anything in the beginning, like, oh, bats have this much strength. Oh, dude. Oh, another funny thing is the little weird ear hairs he would have when he was doing the bat honing it. <laughs> I laughed so many times when you just saw the little weird ear hairs wisp around, like, I'm a bat, I can hear ya. Yeah, the ridiculous idea that he can sit on one side of the city... After just getting these powers a couple days ago, he can sit on one side of the city and hone his little sonic powers in and right. hear an individual like conversation. Since he was like three. <laughs> yeah. Dude, don't forget his Capri Suns. 
Oh, the fucking, okay, the sucking the blood bags in this movie oh, was getting to me, dude. It was getting to me. I'm like, like are we really going to fucking... How inefficient are you at, at, at your drink boxes, dude? Uh, yeah, dude. And also, I would like to see a little more ferocious, like, biting off of the top of it and, like, slamming it. There was you no, know? like, blood splatters. Like, this was if this was made by, like, a canon movie, there would have been so many squibs. Like, one of my biggest problems with Capri Suns when I was younger is I hate drinking out of straws. I, I just, like, especially, you can't chug a straw. No. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like. There's nothing satisfying about it. Yeah, there's no. nothing. I And you look stupid sitting there with a fucking, it was like when we had milk bags in high school. And you had to sit there with your stupid milk bag <laughs> in your fucking hand. Like, you can't look cool slamming a fucking milk bag. No. Back when you like, had milk not cartons. Like in, not like in, in middle school. We're yeah. like, hey. Travis, how many times do you see me with a tray of, like, 16 cartons of milk and just have that for lunch? Fucking smashing fucking cartons of milk, and you looked cool doing it, Adam. (laughs) But you know what you can't fucking do is look cool as fucking drinking a milk bag or a Capri Sun or really anything with a fucking straw. Mm-mm. So uh, uh, I wanted to see him bite that. pouches, dude, honestly, was the fact that you could make them pop better than a milk carton. Right. Yeah. With less mess. With less mess. Much less mess. I wanted to see him bite the top off those fucking blood bags and fucking just, you know, squeeze it in there. But he's sucking on that little straw every time. And I'm like, dude, this is getting so old. I don't want to see more fucking Capri Sun milk blood bag eating. I just don't want to see it anymore. You know what? They kind of missed a comedy opportunity for it because it could have been like when he was about to have one of those. Like, I have to drink one of these every six hours. Hold on. He's sitting there drinking out of talking about Holds his finger up like, sort of away. Like, like, can we just no, not done yet? Like, yeah, it could have been funny, but they didn't even make it bother to make it funny. It was just like, how do you look ravenous with a milk pouch with a with a set of blood donor bag? Yeah, no, you don't. You You don't. don't. You don't. Should have been biting into the damn thing and just like trying like sucking it or just tear the top off of it, like cup it and just like gulp. Yeah, or whatever. But like. In a movie that was so concerned with, like, looking cool over everything else, to do something so dumb over and over and over again, to me, again, is lazy. And it's kind of fucking telling the audience, like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to try that hard. Okay, I actually have a question for both you dudes. So, like, when he would do his slow-mo echolocation flying or moving fast where you see, like, those little bits of dust and cobweb come off him, is he the only one that can see that, or can everyone else see that? I think that is a... an artistic representation. I don't think he actually sees that. I could be totally wrong, but I could be totally wrong because when he decides he can fly... He does look like he actually sees the the like sonic waves. Okay, because the thing is like, ugh, oh, God, that's so awful. But I know like in his like biography, his bones become hollow like a bat, so he can fly. Biology. Yeah, you know science or whatever. But <laughs> I, I don't know. This movie doesn't follow any of it. But it was just like, oh, I'm just gonna fall in this slipstream. Look at me fly in front of this trade. Wee! Like how? It's a very silly how? movie. I don't know. I am. Yeah, it's it's very silly, and I just doesn't. I don't think like Venom. Like I appreciate Venom and Carnage. Let there be Carnage. I appreciate both those movies because they are kind of funny, but they don't take it far enough. They don't decide whether they want to be a cool badass movie or if they want to be a funny movie, and they kind of don't do both, either one properly, and those that it's just too much going on in both of those movies but there are some parts of both those venom movies that are very fucking funny yeah and and if they took it that way it would have been great and this movie yeah it it's just lazy filmmaking but i i still recommend that you watch it i i do i I want you to like watch it for yourself and let us know what you think because i actually did have for the price i paid five dollars five dollar tuesday at marcus cinemas if you have one near you, I highly recommend it for these type of movies. Um, but, yeah, for $5 in an hour and 45 minutes, I walked out of there kind of enjoying myself. And so I, I know it's objectively a bad movie, but, like, I had fun at how bad it was. 
you know, and it didn't offend me because I'm, I'm not like precious about Morbius or anything. No. You know, if it had been a character, maybe I was a little more precious about like maybe if this was the new like, I don't know, Adam, the new Wolverine movie or something, you know, where we like actually cared about the character and we could get a little more offended when they're just taking it the wrong way, you know? Yeah, but I was going to say, when we left the theater, it, we did have a pretty good laugh because we were like, what just happened? What? Yeah, we were like, what did we... We, we were sitting there laughing. Uh, that, that, on the that, was, that was you guys' thought process while you were like, leaving the theater. You know what mine was? Huh. Damn, dude, they need to replace the fucking... The, the, the syrup, the fucking... The, <laughs> the Sierra Mist uh, that doesn't have sugar in it. Uh, it was okay. terrible. And then like when I was walking to my car, I was like, do I want to go to the grocery store to get milk? I wasn't even thinking about the movie. That's how fucking unforgettable it was. Or totally forgettable. Adam, did you grab a free poster? A what? Oh, um, so when you're going to get your tickets, they had free posters, and I came back and grabbed one, and, like, I must have been, like, the only one that grabbed it. He's like, you can take more. I'm like, no, no, one's efficient. <laughs> one's fine. Let, let's let's, no, let's also remember that this movie came out, like, over two weeks ago. And they still have promotional posters. It was like brand the- <laughs> new opened. And I was like, I just want one. Thank if this you. was like the new Captain America or Avengers movie or new, even new Spider-Man movie or any of those, even a Venom movie, I think, those posters would be long gone. But I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, at least the second uh, Venom movie had I a standing ovation. Yeah. Okay. So. You might not have got to that part of the desk. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was... Yeah. It was dead as shit when i was in there so maybe it'll be a freebie super dead so you know (laughs) like i i I went early enough because i was one watch previews because i enjoy that part so i was there nice and early i did not realize how dead it is on mondays there i had plenty of time i could have came 20 minutes later there were there were some good previews i don't know if you saw the same batch that we did uh, but there were some good previews there's gonna be a buzz lightyear movie dude there's a poster in the hallway oh well, I oh. did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... to my surroundings. I was more interested in the uh, musical turned into a movie poster that I walked past than... What's this... that? I don't know. I musical don't know. Some... turned into a movie? Which one? I don't know. I... Fuck if I know, dude. I don't like musicals. I just happened to notice that there was a musical oh. they're making into a movie. Oh. Well, just... you know... I, look at the... I look at the posters when I walk by them, dude. All right. Well, you know, you know what I actually, you know, the best part of that whole fucking movie was? I huh. got to see the fucking, the trailer for fucking Northman. Oh Dude. my god, Adam. Dude, if Excalibur it's... had a baby with Conan, that would be it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It looks so freaking good. I'm so ready for that kind of yeah. movie. Like, we have not had, like, one of those, like... It's Alexander Skarsgård, dude. I'm... I'm... Sold. Willem Dafoe. A hero's tale. Willem Dafoe, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, and freaking Bjork. Mm. Bjork is in the fucking movie. I'm Bjork. sold. Done. <laughs> he had me Skarsgård. Everything else is just like, those are, plus, those are pluses and minuses, dude. Yeah. Oh, like, s- swords and magic and all kinds of abbed out dudes. Like, I am ready for this, man. Oh, that's so going to be so good. Anyway, uh, you know what? There were post-credit scenes in Morbius, uh, something with the vulture and stuff. Who cares? <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll get to Moon Knight Episode 2 right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst are the only brand of cheese-filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long. Find them in your local supermarket today. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Mmm. Mmm. Alright, one last segment to finish up episode 96 of Radio Free Galaxy. Thank you all for listening this evening. And we're going to be talking about uh, Moon Knight Episode 2. So Moon Knight is streaming on Disney+. Plus. Another side of the Marvel Universe than we were just talking about. You know what? These these two things were so different than each other that I, you know, I didn't even think about it until now that we're doing two Marvel things on the show tonight. Because oh. I was just like, these are such different things that really have nothing to do with each other. 
it just first occurred to me right now that they're both Marvel properties. Like it just <laughs> like I I'm a huge Marvel fanboy, and right now, it just occurred to me, having known all week that we were going to be talking about these two things, that they're both Marvel properties. That's how different these two things were. Anyway, in this episode, we are beginning to figure out what's going on in the Moon Knight story, the, at least this one that they're trying to tell. And uh, the the mystery and the franticness of last week's epi- episode, we're getting some of the answers, some of, of the answers in this week's episode, which kind of confused me because Trisha messaged us earlier today on our group text and was like, Dude, I watched the new Moon Knight. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm not going to do the podcast tonight. Which is totally fine. But also at the same time, I'm like, but kind of everything, once I watch it, I'm like, well, everything's kind of actually getting explained here. So I don't know, maybe, what you're not getting, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're getting into the meat of the story here and finding out who this Moon Knight is. Is right, Chris. Right, uh, basically finding out what Mark Spector's been doing while uh, Stephen, right? Yeah. Like he's like kind of putting the pieces back together and finding out that he's like an avatar of Kanju, which is a, like a moon god from like Egypt. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's kind of like it's not saying like it's super fast paced, but they are bringing it together of like, you know, why he's doing it, you know, and like. Trying to, like, come to terms with, like, both sharing one body. Right. Like, there, there's a lot that, I mean, I guess would be kind of confusing. Especially since Moon Knight isn't exactly on the tips of everyone's tongue when it comes to the Marvel Universe. So, this is kind of, like, some new territory for them. Yeah, Adam. It seems like they're really kind of setting up a West Coast Avengers type situation. You know what I mean? With, that would like, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, like, Moon Knight and um, Haley Steinfeld is the new Hawkeye. And, like, it, it just seems like we're getting, like, all these characters that would fit in well on, like, that, like, B-team Avengers. And maybe that's going to be, like, our main Avengers now, you know? Uh, but I, I don't know. Are we going to have, like, a young Avengers situation? Like, what is what is it going to be? So yeah, like I, what I phase what phase is this in the MCU and like yeah like what is it what's the long term plan right I I like this character and I like this show so far and I want Oscar Isaac to be in everything and you know like but like I I just don't know how this fits into the MCU overall like where does Moon Knight, yeah. and Moon Knight was always kind of like one of those weird fringe characters that's why it was fun to read yeah. Um, but like, how does this fit in at all? You know, but like, I almost don't care because at least it's good and confidently made. Unlike Morbius, where like, I'm like, how the fuck does Morbius fit in? But also who the fuck cares? You know, like, could we eventually ever have a crossover between Jared Leto's Morbius and fucking Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight? Yeah, that's entirely possible because, you know, Sony and Marvel keep playing and Disney keep playing together. So like... Yeah. We could, I guess, you know. They play nice. It could even happen in this upcoming Doctor Strange movie, The Multiverse of Madness. We're going to see all kinds of weird shit happen in that movie, and it's also coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, kind of excited for that movie. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I, I just don't know. We're finding a lot about this character, and it, the show's interesting. I just kind of want to know where it's all going and where does this character fit in. Honestly, I'm kind of okay with it not really connecting to the MCU, like, main universe right now. I actually, it just kind of stands out on its own. I just want to see where it goes where I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to do go, like, the Star Wars route where we're going to have, like, Tatooine being the main area for everything. I just want to see I where this be, goes. I would be okay with that if I knew that was going to happen. But you know that in all of this Marvel stuff, Stuff, it's always building to something you know it's always building to and marvel in general is like that where they have their annual like crossover every, every year i don't know if they still do it i'm sure they do but like starting with like secret wars adam and like yeah. stuff like that that we civil war and you know we're they're mining all those still in their phases you know, uh, Kree scroll stuff that we're still dealing with in the MCU. And, like, who knows, man? Any of these movies that we're, like, currently watching 
could be like fucking oh that's actually scroll that was actually scroll you know, like, yeah, I'm waiting for that to happen. Like, oh shit, we don't know how to get this character out. Scroll. Hey, hey, remember that one bad movie we made, Morbius? Uh, he was a scroll. Scroll. <laughs> that would actually make way more sense. They could just scroll everything, and then also in like the multiverse of madness, they could just say, well, like everything flipped, and you know, whenever Wanda decides to say mutants, as we expected to from you know the House of M. Uh, storyline in the comic books that's how i believe we're going to be getting mutants in the mcu is mm. wanda will end up saying i i'm sure we'll get that splash page adam of you know her just like looking at the camera basically being like mutants and all the fanboys like me and adam are like yay she did it <laughs> right take more of my money <laughs> yup but still, I mean, I kind of want those things. If you're going to tell the storyline, like, do it right. You know, like, I'm not just going to ex- get excited because you, you do the story. Like, I love the Dark Phoenix storyline. That last X-Men movie, you can get right the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like, yeah. don't don't you dare twice fucking make two crappy cinematic versions of the Dark, the Dark Phoenix f- fucking storyline. Still the best fucking version of it is from the animated series it's fucking great you know i well the best version is from the fucking comics but i mean the best fucking yeah you know with the greatest theme song ever yeah well, yeah man check out some videos of that on radio free galaxy uh youtube page and that cartoon still holds up man of course it does man i love the x-men comic or cartoon yeah, anyway, uh, episode two. I really don't have a lot more to say. We could get into the details. Uh, you know, uh, well, there were two different suits, and uh, you got, like, the Mark Spector suit and the Steven suit, and um, yeah, we I get... Yeah, what the fuck I'm doing suit. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but it looks kind of cool. But that was actually pretty funny, though, yeah. where he's just, like, because uh, Mark's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, right. you, I, you said suit. It's like, no. But it's like, but I look really nice in it. And, you know, and he takes his uh, jacket off and he rolls up his sleeves all right. nice. I'm like, I like Oscar Isaac well, as I a mean, character. He's great. Absolutely. And, I mean, the, the, the suit, I guess, is they're trying to tell it in this is a physical manifestation of the powers that he's is deciding to use at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a yeah. lot of superheroes will do that. Um, and, it, you know, okay, it's a little ridiculous. It's it's like the Hulk, you know, uh, having his purple pants on, and then when he shrinks back into Banner, he's still got the same fucking purple pants on. You know, like, it's a physical manifestation of the powers. You, you have to draw. These things were drawn at one time, and, you know, to make it, like, easier for your brain, you know, like, when he chooses to use his powers, a suit pops out. So, like, it's creative storytelling that, like, he would think of the suit in quotation marks differently as Steven than he would as Mark Spector. That's a really cool actual like little detail yeah. that's stuck in there. Right. You know, he didn't know what the fucking suit was supposed to look like, but yeah. he knew th- what he was he trying was to do. To, yeah. He was supposed to be in a suit. Right. He was supposed and to be in a suit. That's ter- He took it too literally. Yeah. He took it yeah. too literally and it made his little kind of cool suit. And, uh, then Mark corrected him with the suit. And I thought it looked badass. Totally badass. I was going to say, Oscar Isaac's acting against himself is really good in here. Like, really I good. like, I mean, like, I really yeah. don't know where this show is going to go or what storyline right. they're really going to hit with this. But I like it. I also like ancient Egypt and the history behind it. So I'm seeing, like, the old gods. I'm like, oh, I know that one. And I know this one. And I like how Moonlight looks. So I'm looking forward to seeing more episodes from this. And Ethan Hawke's great. Dude. Ethan Hawke is always great and everything. I love Ethan Hawke since he was a fucking child actor. He's been fucking great. But, man, yeah, he's he's wonderful. I, he seems very invested in a Marvel property, which seems to me very unlike the person that he is now and very anti, you know, uh, monopolistic st- studios making big budget things. You know, he's more of an independent guy now because he has the ability to do that, which is a little snooty at, you know, this stage of in his career because he's had such a long career. You know, he, he can be one of those guys. But he chose to kind of put that in his back pocket and do one of these Marvel things. 
And I think he did it because this series is so apart from Marvel. It's not necessarily just Captain America, Iron Man type stuff. It has a cool story and everything and deals with, you know, a lot of complicated issues like mental health issues. And anyway, so yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I like watching it. It's not overly long. It's not boring. And we'll keep watching it and keep talking about it on this podcast. So we'll talk about episode three next week. And I think we might have an interview with a band next week. We're still, I know when we're doing the interview, but I don't know if it'll be on next week's show. So it's oh. going to be with the band. It is dead. Check out their music on Bandcamp and everywhere else that they are they're a really cool band we're going to be talking to the three dudes from the band either next week or the week after depending on when i can fit it into an episode so thanks for listening to episode 96 of radio free galaxy uh for christine and adam we appreciate you listening to us please remember to leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts if that's the way you listen and check out our youtube channel just search for Radio Free Galaxy and you'll find all kinds of cool stuff, including a new video, a new Easter video from Christine that she made, which I will be putting up, fingers crossed, hopefully tomorrow, if I can get to it. Uh, yeah, don't miss out. Uh, it's actually pretty hilarious. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. It's been shared with me via Dropbox, but I haven't sh- I haven't watched it yet. For shame. So, I'm sorry. I will... Shame. I like... What's that? Shame. Well, I like to like watch it as I'm putting it up because I'm like going to write a description for it and say, okay, what the hell is happening in this video? (laughs) What the hell is going on? I remember the last video, but I think I like turned you on the couch while I was like uploading it. I'm like, Christine, what would you say you're doing in this video? (laughs) (laughs) What do you what would you say this do around here? <laughs> exactly, Adam. Exactly. I'm like, Christine, what, what would you say you were doing in this video? Say, say if you were currently writing a YouTube description for a video, what would you say is going on in this fucking video right here? Oh well, Travis, it's like this. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. One of the, the fun things about when I'm recording the podcast is I'm, I, I multitask. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Travis Bain, I'm just going to message you something real quick here on the end of Facebook. Okay. All right, so that's the end of the episode for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. And check us out on Amazon Music, as we said before. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.